Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 31st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. I got to say, I'm doing well despite, you know, I feel like I was getting kind of jammed at Pebble today. Why? What happened? Who's you know, you? just just stuff, you know. I didn't have a spot in the media center. Had to sit at oh, our friends really? and no laying up. Yeah, no, no name you tag there. Desk? Second year in a row. Second year in a row. And uh, now, now, Andy, I would never sort of question whether that was user error. But was there an issue with the credential application process that may have resulted in that? Did you check no workspace? Did you, were you sure to request a workspace? I can't. I can't recall that. But then, <laughs> well, I then, think <laughs> we need to button that up before we really launch the. the what I gotta say, I All you right. know. And I love I love the fine people at PGA Tour comps. I love them. I say I say hey, I want I wanted to go to the range. Wanted to get some scuttlebutt. Go to the range. Was excited. Say you know, can I get a sticker? You need a sticker for this is inside baseball. You got to have like one of these stickers. It's like an inside your credential, your credential yeah. sticker. Yeah. They say, oh no, no, you don't. You don't need a sticker. So. I decided it's a beautiful morning. It's like 60 degrees, sunny. You know what? It would be nice to walk over there. It's a haul, though. I mean, it's a 25-minute walk. Yeah. So walk over there, get to the get to the range. Sir, you need a sticker. They jammed you. I say, you know, I was told I didn't need a sticker. Well, you need a sticker. So then I walk back over. PGA Tour comps. like Lanto, complaining about going up the steps. I'm not right? complaining. I'm just saying, close. I think I was getting, getting jammed. Close. I think they were jamming right. me. I All get right. back. And they say, oh, we didn't think we needed a sticker. I said, well, said I needed a sticker. I said, oh, well, here you go. I go, oh, I'm not going to get that hour back in my life. And I walk, <laughs> walk back, and then I couldn't get my laptop to connect. Oh, man. I think they were That's jamming. They were just, I think it was a ploy against the pod. They're trying to scramble you, get you <laughs> off your on your back foot. Did yeah. you quote Paul McGinley? They Just started you on your back foot this week. Did you get a workspace sp- sorted out? I just sat at the no laying up booth, you know. I mean, I've I've seen the way you operate last week of the PGA show with credential applications, doing them twelve <laughs> hours in advance. I, I just want to make weeks sure in advance. we did our due diligence on the application before we go. Go get, get all worked up. All right. Well, it's one of those pesky months with uh, 31 days in, in it. So, other, you know, just jamming you again here. Would have been a first of the month recording, but alas, first well, falls on met, a Thursday. You know what? I feel like we've let everybody down. We've missed a lot of 1 1 uh, recording. A lot of 
first of the month recording. Notably, one one. We had the chance to do a one one. That was not happening. Recording in the middle of the Rose Bowl or whatever. Well, that was not happening. We could have pre-recorded it. I think we let everybody down. Everybody can blame their bad years on us now. No, we're off and running. Do it. We're off and running. You know, people were getting mad at me about. Being like, I got some messages about being too negative about the start of the PGA Tour, like a bad year. You're talking about a bad year. Are you excited about Pavon? I don't know. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, if you want cheerleading, go somewhere else. But we we try to like indulge every little uh, kind of eccentric story. A minor league player doesn't have to be a superstar win. It's just got to be some combination of interesting. And maybe notable. And I just haven't seen that pop yet this year. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I never expect you to take that with any kind of weight. Just, just you know, do with it and tell me I'm an idiot. Whatever you want. But I, I'm not going out of my way to be too negative. I think we're in for a great 2024. I got some great news from the, the doctor today when I didn't know that I was. And we're just we're off and running. Now we're heading into Pebble Beach. The weather looks beautiful for the next four days. And uh, we're going to be have a great time. First SIG event of the year. Are SIG we going to get it in? SIG, <laughs> whatever God. it is. I don't think I don't think anybody knows what they got coming for them. That week. was a joke about the weather looking beautiful for the next four days. You know, I, I people that listen to this podcast understand what an atmospheric river is, but it's coming. It's barreling down. It's going to be trouble. You know who also is going to get jammed by this atmospheric river? Who? All the influencers out in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. So what does that mean? The river flows south and west or east, I should say? Yeah, these things. You don't want to get in the way of these things. They are they're disasters. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be like I mean, tomorrow's going to be awful. And then it, it looks like Sunday is going to be just a monsoon with like crazy winds. Hey, the way I relate the way I relate these things to people is like imagine when it rains hard um, at your house, like if you live in the Midwest or Northeast, maybe not Southeast. Those those rains are kind of like crazy, but like a hard rainstorm. And then imagine it doing that for like 18 straight hours. Then it takes like a 12 hour break and then it does it for another 18 hours. Is there something you're familiar with Spyglass, the golf course? I am. There's something bad about the left side of the 16th fairway where it can get sloppy over there. You have the place is already already soft. It's soggy. Everything here is soaked. Are we getting preemptive preferred lies? We have to, right? I mean, given the forecast and the current conditions, I've got a great. What was our over under 23 or something? (laughs) I don't remember. You did it by events and not rounds, I think. So we downgraded it a little bit by event. So uh, rounds was, was would be a lot because we're racking up three, two, maybe four, probably four this week. But tour guide tomorrow, Club TFE, uh, the history, memory, memory lane segment. Last week was on Phil uh, being accused of cheating at Tory. This week's on the only time Pebble Beach was just outright canceled, straight up canceled. And let me tell you the circumstances around which it was would create an all-out scandal and outrage <laughs> if in the current moment, given Twitter, the pampered F's tour, and everything for the reason it was canceled. But it had to do with the 16th bullet spyglass. So that'll be a tour guide tomorrow. I doubt they cancel it. They've got everybody there. 
80 guys in the field They now. got the whole policy board there, Sans Tiger. Sans Tiger. Um, Maybe he is mean? there. Does that mean anything to you? What, what does that, are they meeting? Well, I didn't know. I didn't know Peter Malnati was a signature event guy, but here, here we are. Hey, can we double back on that from the other day about how you, you were just pining and say it's not a real signature event without Nate Lashley in the field? I know that was sort of your contention. Like, you can't really count yourself <laughs> oh, a, a real competition without Nate Lashley, uh, you know, getting his spot taken by Matthew Pavon. All right, so Tyrrell, who we'll get to in a minute, Tyrrell Hatton, off to live, uh, fully announced as a member of Legion 13, or <laughs> as Liv Combs tweeted, Legion 12. They got crossed up on their row maneuverals, the Live Golf Comms. How about that Didn't ROM picture? Right. The eyes, the like, yeah, staring into the, yeah, that's interesting. You weird know, vibe, weird vibe. The, I don't know what released, vibe they're going for, but it's just, it's kind of troubling stuff. I don't think that's like the way you should portray your star, superstar that you just signed, just in general. Well, it's, they're doing are they playing? Are they playing to an audience? Yeah, they released a picture, and hey, that was a headshot, and it looked really thin. And then they released more materials and assets that were from the full body, and he was not. He's not. He's still. If he, if he meets you in the hole, you're going backwards. Rom is Rom is ready. He's a thick boy. He's a he's a legit <laughs> NFL cop type player. He's got shoulders I, on him. So can I what? drop in a little? Unsubstantiated. So, Legion 12. That's my favorite moment of the day. Brahm allegedly wants to slim down, but he can't because oh, he's afraid of the golf, the change, changing his golf swing. swing. Yeah. The Carl so Pedersen conundrum. Yeah. So he's, he wants, wants to slim down, but can't. That's the best excuse ever. Oh, I would love to lose weight, but I make a billion dollars playing the best golf in the world, so I'll just have to stuff my face. What a what a problem to have. So this is just he wants wants to slim down, but but he there there's like the what happens to the golf game if I slim down and he doesn't want to you know Yeah. He's just yeah, read up on Carl Pedersen allegedly losing his losing his game. After he dropped some LBs. David Duvall, another one whose health went to, you know, kind of the shit when he lost a bunch of weight. Anyways, so we've got 80 guys in the field. I don't know how we got on that. Hayden Buckley gets in with Terrell Hatton out. You know, Hayden Buckley, this is from Josh Culp, uh, one of the fantasy. Not maybe, I don't know if he has our gambling chops, but he's a fantasy expert. Unearth this. I, it's not... It's readily available to everyone else, but he, he tweeted about it first, as I saw. There's plenty of talk of these signature events being tough to crack, but tough Hayden Buckley is tough. the next man up. Tough. T-O-U-G. Not tough. But Hayden Buckley is next man Charlie, up when Hatton Charlie's WD in goes there through. Too. Buckley's run of form. Cut, 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 cut. T-59, 72, T-64, cut. T-52, cut, 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 cut. T26, T43. That's going back to May of 2023. And here you are talking about the fields. What's he in there for? Is is he he the expanded 60? What gets priority priority in? He's got to be, what is he, number 61 on the FedEx Cup at the end of fall? Wouldn't it be 51? No, 61. 
Okay. Because all those other guys got in, like Hardy's in, right? Oh yeah, the, yeah, from the Fall series or whatever. Fall, yeah, yeah. What a tough nut to crack. I mean, come on. T26 in the PGA was his best result in the last essentially 10 months. And we're going to sit here wringing our hands about Joe Blow not being guy number 81. Play better. Keep it lean and mean. I know you could (laughs) theoretically win, according to Robert Garrigus, anytime you tee it up. (laughs) But it doesn't mean you get a spot and everything. Well, I just think that this is the tour ineptitude here taking over like this is how they feel fill the field and nobody's being like hey you know what like i know our models our modelers say this just like just like the models told dan campbell to run the run play down in the goal line (laughs) the model said to do this so we got to put hayden buckley in like we there's better what? options. They could they could put Nate Lashley, my buddy, Nate Lashley in. I think you just throw Eric Cole in their face every time. You want to be here, be Eric Cole. You can you have know what? access. You have to play your ass off. All honestly, I don't want to sound negative here. But Liv's really, really put a dent into the PGA Tour roster. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got a lot of, lot of guys. Does one include AT&T ambassador? In the Honestly, field? he's more no, of he's a super. I've never started, looked at him as, a, as much of a superstar <laughs> as when he keep taking away guys from the PGA Tour. He is becoming a PGA Tour superstar. Um, all right. So while we're on it, schedule for the week. We'll talk a little bit more. The AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am is their first real signature event of the year. The century was one in purse and I don't know, I guess name. But this is a real sort of the full full deal. Uh, this is Golf Channel and CBS three to seven on Thursday and Friday on Golf Channel. Of course, you'll get featured groups; those are not out yet as of this recording. Uh, Saturday and Sunday one to three on uh, Golf Channel, and then CBS to wrap it up three to six. Uh, notables in the fields. This is these are your guys, quote unquote, just guys: Scheffler, McElroy, Hovland, Shoffley, Thomas, Justin Thomas, Spieth, Homa, Cantlay, Fowler. Aber, Aberg, Oberg is what you want to call it. And Nick Dunlap is now making notables. So a very strong field at the strongest of the year. But again, as you noted, a dent. I was very excited for this event. Felt appropriate for one of the PGA Tour's sterling, historic marquee venues. And it seems like the weather is just going to wreck it. And I'm kind of now intrigued by that. These, these pampered Fs, many of whom have not played here Hardly at all in their careers because it was most a of them. Event most of them, twenty nineteen Pebble uh, U.S. Right. Open was the last US time. Open. Yeah, so they like you know I don't I, I don't want to say they were dragged here kicking and screaming, but they were clearly signed up because it was a signature event. It's not something they've come to often in the, in recent past, and they show up. And what do we have weather wise, Andy? It's dumping, but also is it like fifty mile an hour gusts or something on Sunday? Yeah. It's going to be a disaster. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. I was thinking about, well, I was, my plan was to go down there all weekend. I don't think I'm going now. Why? Want, you don't think it's going to finish or the you're just soft? I just don't want to tuft it out. Put your zero restriction on <laughs> and just go wandering around, bouncing around, getting reports. 
Well, I was going to bring the whole family down. And, and oh yeah, you can't be doing that. You can't yeah. be sending them out in that. So well, the other problem is, you know, it's like oh, you could go to the aquarium. They got a world-renowned aquarium here. Um, Monterey. Yeah. And uh, but it's the aquarium will be jammed if it's raining like that on a Sunday in January. Sure seems like it. Um, what else do you have about this event? Are you excited? It's I got just spyglass. I got the I'm amateurs super excited. are cut down. You know, we got it. We don't know yet the amateurs. They're doing some sort of pairings thing on Tuesday. So it's a little everything's a little changed up from prior years. Um, I mean, do you remember how bad this event got to be like from I feel like five years ago, there's this great awakening to Saturday at Pebble. Like maybe five years ago, everybody was like, wait, why is this the worst day of golf telecast of the year? It was definitely within the last decade that happened. Yes. Yes. And it became like, you got to show everybody on the golf course. You got to like slubs. Yeah. And now, like now we've gotten to the point where it's going to be the very best of the PGA tour. And that's it. And it's all on, all on Pebble beach. Like, Think about like we just talked about this with the Bob Hope is like it sucks when Nick Dunlap's shooting 60 on the golf course that you don't have cameras set up on. Right. And that's what would happen here. I mean, even last year, what you had Justin Rose, you know, putting his thumb on the scale, getting play called. Wasn't that Justin Rose? Was it Rose that did that? I mean, Phil did it the one year. With, with somebody Casey. did it. Somebody was complaining about the or weather Paul Casey last year. Paul Casey put it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rose was complaining about, yeah, MPCC, water on the green. Right? At M- I think at Monterey. Yeah, if not Monterey, then Spyglass. Yeah. Oh, the Phil, the Phil Casey, Paul Casey one. That was an all-timer. Remember, it's I mean, dark. And Phil it was, was insane. Just <laughs> yes. He wanted to play pitch black. Really trying to alpha Paul Casey right into it. And he just, you know, you had Mark Russell kind of wandering around and, and put a stop to it. But um, it should be, I wish the weather permitted, you know, kind of uninterrupted play. It doesn't seem like that may happen if we're talking about the amount of moisture that you've uh, forecasted here with some of your investigative reporting. But that is the Pebble Beach program. You have any other nuggets from your from your early walkabout around the Monterey Peninsula? I got to say, Ludwig Ober, exciting, tantalizing golf prospect. Uh-huh. I don't think you could put him in less interesting clothes than what, what he's they're getting trotted out there. I mean, they're jarring in person. Adidas? It's like, I mean, it's like the most basic stuff. You know, like, you know, when you go, when somebody gives you like a generic version of like an Adidas polo or nike polo like they have like the 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 better version and then there's like the generic like you might buy it at like a tj max yeah 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 like he's in like that shit i mean can i be frank i think that's better than some of the designs that aren't boring that they're putting out (laughs) especially adidas it's not been good on that front as tyrell hatton has modeled many times in recent years they got they make they, some good stuff, but it's got to get better. Does it? This can't be the way that I don't know. Maybe Nobody's they buying should. this, but nobody wears this stuff. But people tour pros inside the ropes. This isn't being bought and worn. And Moss at golf courses around I, I the world, I, as far as I can tell. 
Um, all right, a little more scuttlebutt. Guy, guy, just won a PGA Tour event. <laughs> He's going to his first PGA Tour event as a pro. Who's this? Aberg? Dunlap. Talking about Dunlap? Had to sign some lucrative, lucrative deals. Uh huh. Dunlap is riding economy middle seat coming up on American Airlines. I love that. Good for him. <laughs> just. Can't just like a college kid going to spring break. Yeah, I wonder if it's basic economy or economy. Should <laughs> like it's ridiculous how they've created all these kind of cast systems. It's like the Aon Swing Five and Next Ten. There's too many categories now in an airplane. Should be first, maybe one more, and that's it. But now it's like five different levels where they can nickel and dime you for an extra inch on your armrest and stuff. So, yeah, it, middle is where I have the most issue with that. I mean, his agent or somebody's got to be on the check-in or purchase on the front end. At least get him in an aisle or or a window I mean, if that's his preference. You can't be much, in the middle. How much has his agency made off him in the last? Like, get <laughs> you guys pay for the flight. Don't put the kid in the middle seat on the way up to his first event. Like. I'm going to create lifelong memories playing my first professional event at Pebble Beach and I'm riding middle seat in economy on the way up there. <laughs> you got you to take care of that. That's bad. All right. What else? Anything else? Are we I got a couple, a, co- a couple okay. other humorous, right. uh, humorous right. one here. All humorous right. one. This is Catnip Central. Okay. This is... So, you know... Obviously, with Tiger leaving Nike, the TW line's getting discontinued. Uh-huh. Tommy Fleetwood wears the TW shoes. If you recall, I love this about Tommy Fleetwood. He does not like change. Held he on to those Nike irons, Nike yeah. irons forever. <laughs> like right. He had backup sets on backup sets. So he's we- he wears like an older version of TW shoes. He's only got three pairs left. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when Damn they it. run out, They're he's out. got to find new shoes. I love that. I mean, those are not like new TW shoes that he wears. No. I think everybody would recognize the shoes he's wearing. Like they're the, kind of like the mid tops. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, and then finally, what technology is doing to golf courses? Our, our great, our last great par five on the PGA Tour, hole fourteen. I witnessed, uh, I witnessed Rory McIlroy go driver four iron into. Really? Today. I was going to say, what would he hit? All right, four iron, four iron to like fifteen feet. Kind of an just uphill. Fl- flew the bunker on the right. <laughs> just. I mean, the, there's no roll. The ball did not roll. Like every ball, every tee shot was hitting and, and landing. So our last great par five, remember the Woodland three wood that was like a Herculean effort. Yeah. Just just four years later, we are at driver four iron into 14. What, is, what are like six and 18? I mean, 18 is just whatever. That That's a... I mean, it depends on the weather, right? Yeah, but yeah. You got Chez. Chez is still a three-shot hole for him. (laughs) I mean, how does Chez not get a sponsor exemption here? Because they gave it to Matt McNeely. They needed a policy board meeting. 
They do you to think the policy? The do you think the policy board meeting was the reason know. for the exemption? I don't, I don't know. That'd be wild if it were the case. Um, all right. Do you want to make a one and done picks? We'll talk more about Pebble on Friday. Like a delight. Small greens, as we know. Mowing lines are remain an issue, according to some. They haven't changed the them back. They haven't changed them back from the U.S. From the women's open. open. There's. Oh, I hope this happens. Everybody, here's something to watch. Keep your eyes peeled for the six hole. If you hit the ball right on six, there's a good chance that your ball's going to hang up in the rough before it gets to the ocean cliff. The cliff. Just tell me how that makes sense. In the last year, they've taken the fairway from going up to the cliff, so the ball rolls into the over the cliff into the Pacific Ocean, to now there's a, there's a thick rough line for about 10 yards. Just a little bumper, a bumper ball, bumper bumper lanes for. Let's well, stop and those balls apes, for going. Apes oh, to what it was. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. Okay. Rough, well, rough on both sides. It's great to have everybody in the field, and it's great to be back at a picturesque, historic venue. Uh, who's your one and done pick? I'm gonna go with Tommy Fleetwood. He's playing oh. pl- playing good golf. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. I don't know if I should take a big guy. Feels like he's, you know, the In weather the could get, yeah, the weather could get dicey. I think like this is like a anything can happen week. Well, Straka probably wishes he had his squares to kind of anchor him down there in the wind. <laughs> you know, think, talking about big guys. We got to track, we got to track some performance on septic tank. Post scares era. Distance. Uh, you know, st- like what would stability cost? Like ball striking in general, right? Yeah, power, ball striking, tee to green. Sure. Um, I'm going with Max Homa. You know, I think I this is a good a- pick. Yeah, absolutely. I came across some gambling content. These guys, I, I don't, not naming names. They just literally name every great golfer in the world and say like he'd be a good play this week i don't i don't understand like the insight is like it's like everybody's a top 10 player oh good play good value you should take him uh i like max hoba i don't know if that's a trendy or common pick or not but obviously he's, he's you know people use the california thing but i think for me more importantly uh he's been playing well he can putt on Poana, right? He doesn't start to lose his shit. He's obviously done it. He won at Tory last year. These greens start to get a little tricky. They'll probably continue to get tricky with the uh, added weather. Uh, and all the metrics look good. I like Max Homa to win. And as we know, like the guy, this sounds so simple. He plays to win. He plays to like actually put dubs up on the board, not just sort through some things, perform, bank some cash. Like, I don't know. He seems to be, have a little extra motivation. That's not to suggest many guys on tour don't play to win or try to win. But when he's lined up, he tends to take it another level. So what do you, Max do you, do you think we have like a, uh, come up with a California slam, you know, name, what would you call it? That's good. We could do that. We'll have to come up with that. Maybe the, something the with tax. Or we something. could do taxes yeah. or something. <laughs> surf slam. Yeah, we'll try to think of that. Try to think of that. Where There's so much. Submit them. Yeah, there we go. Um, all right, let's do a read for our friends at B Dratty. I am in a B Dratty full zip, Russell full zip. Andy, we just got a shipment today. 
I got it just fresh out of the box about 30 minutes ago. I have to give the highest commendation to the cool hoodie. I got a, I don't want to botch the color. It's like a salmon. It's a red, some sort of salmon red color. Just came in. I think they're back in stock. We I have it in gray. I have it in black. It's a great sort of lightweight hoodie for the spring season that comes. It fits great. Uh, kind of does. You know how some hoodies can sort of make you look a little more paunch, more paunchy than you have. Maybe look like a pouch. Like you're you're too wider than it, and they bow out right around the waist. Yeah, and just make you look a little more rotund than you might be. This one kind of drapes nice. It kind of hits nice. It's I don't know if it's slimming. I don't want to go overboard here but it just it fits well the cool hoodie is a great layering piece and you can get it 30 percent off with sgs30 at bdratty.com you have anything else on dratty that, that you'd like to recommend they've been our sponsors now for i don't know five six years enabled us to to go and to so many of these big events we'll continue to do that again this year with the masters and some others coming up but uh whether it's layering underwear the dick boxer i know we recommend on several occasions i saw they but, got uh, boxer briefs now i I want to try oh, that they out do? yeah i didn't see that yeah that's a new product new spring product i i'm wearing the trusty liam polo today so you know so it, it's the cotton i mean it's just it's like you're wearing a t-shirt you can't beat it it's like what you're wearing like a, the most comfortable t-shirt honestly like i'm all for you know when sweaty boy season comes i switch over to the dratty sport but when it's not sweaty boy season, you cannot beat like a good Peruvian Pima cotton shirt like they make. Yep. Bdratty.com promo code is SGS30. Thanks for them to them for their continued support. Um, all right. Continuing on with their schedule for the week. DP World Tour. I don't recall this event existing. The Bahrain Championship. Does that oh, happen that was last year? Yeah. Last really? year they had okay. it too. Maybe the I first year in. last year. Uh, no, it's <laughs> I, I yeah I got a real time fact check in the notes here. This inaugural event inaugural. marks the first appearance of the DP World I'm, Tour in Bahrain. I must be confusing. There's an F1 race oh, in wait. Bahrain since 2011. So maybe it was there in 2011 when <clears throat> Paul Casey won the Volvo Golf Champions. So that is I would love to know. I need someone to do the audit on how many countries in the world. The European tour has played in at this point. It's got to be. I mean, the, every country in the Middle East, for sure, uh, at this point. Bahrain, Oman, Saudi Arabia, all the Emirates. Like, I just, and they go to Malaysia, they go east. Hey, Taylor Swift, by the way, did we see this? Did you see? She's got to go back flying. to Melbourne. She's flying east. No, she's flying. Wait, she's flying east to go west. It's kind of a Christopher Columbus situation. Hold on. She thinks she's what? This is what I'm asking about the east and west stuff. Wouldn't yeah. she be flying east or west until the dateline? And then it switches to east? We are so ill equipped to discuss this. Like what don't you no, technically no, fly both no. directions when you cross the dateline? Hmm. Maybe that's right. Right? Because then your orientation of east or west is different. To my mind, she's flying east. Maybe it's east the whole way. To get to the western part of the world. So Japan's considered the far east, right? When they play the Little League World Series. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is, that's what you're using as your, your frame of reference or your point. Of, okay. The Little League World. All right. <laughs> Jesus. So you flew from, from Japan to San Francisco or, or, yeah. or to L.A. You'd be going further to east. the west. You'd be going but east the whole directionally. way. You'd be flying east to go west, right? That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And then when you cross the dateline, you'd still be flying east. I mean, right. I mean, we may come off as idiots, but this is literally how Christopher Columbus discovered America. 1492. <laughs> Thought he was going east. He came up, washed ashore in America. We need to get an expert on to talk about this. Oh, all right. I'd love to, I want to know also, like, when you're in Hawaii, at what point would you fly? What's the point where you fly one way versus the other? What's the deal breaker? That's a good question. I'm sure, you know, someone on Twitter will enlighten us quickly with this. Uh, notables in Bahrain to get us back on track. Everyone wants this. Rafa Cabrera Bayo. You talk about someone who's fallen off the face of the planet. RCB is one of them. <laughs> Dylan Fratelli is in A member Bahrain. of the Spanish Armada. <laughs> yeah. What Ryder Cup was that? Hazeltine. Uh, yeah, Hazeltine. That's right. Right. RCB is stunning, stunning figure. He's a he's a big boy Just too. But. Aller- allergic to winning. <laughs> Dylan Fratelli is in Bahrain. I can't confuse why. Uh, Rasmus well, he doesn't Lagarde. have any status left, right? Yeah, I guess. Audrey Arnaus, Harrison Endicott, who won PGA Tour Q School by a whopping like six shots, is playing in Bahrain. I guess that's the strategic alliance. Rakua, Hashino, Kita Nakajima, and Matias Schwab are your notables for Bahrain. That is 5 to 8 a.m. on Golf Channel. Coffee Golf finishing at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Golf Channel, 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, elsewhere in the schedule for the week, we have the Women's Amateur, Asia Pacific. You get an uh, exemption in the RNA event, the Women's AIG Women's Open. Oh, and you also get an exemption in the Amundi Evian Championship, which is uh, coveted. Uh, that is just on Golf Channel. I don't know. In the middle of the afternoon, afternoon, two to five, 11 to two. So that is your women's uh, Asia Pacific amateur. So those are your three events for the week. Do you have an event of the week? Do you, do you, is it Pebble? Or are you just punting to the signature event? The first real signature event? Is that what you're going uh, You put me on the spot here. I'll, I'll let me get, let me, let me tell you in a second. Noodle on that. We could go to Friday if you want. You want to bump this to Friday? You know who's noodling on something trying to get back to us? PGA Tour press release announcing their partnership with the Strategic Sports Group, which apparently was ready to be shipped for three straight days now and still has not come out. Unsubstantiated rumor. But this is the PGA Tour. You know, oh, we're sending the press release today. Nothing. Wait, no, it's getting bumped to tomorrow. This has happened now two or three times, I guess. Um, I was told it was coming today. And then wait, no, wait, no, it's coming tomorrow. But this is the this has been the case with the tour for the last two years or so, right? I mean, they're just kind of uh, trying to play whack a mole, you know, moving around. So, uh, you have an event of the week? It just to... I don't know. I'm not ready All to right, commit. Well, Friday, I think I, I think I, actually I'm going to go with this one because okay. of the weather chaos. Okay, the potential weather chaos. 
You think they take it easy on Sunday and call it due to win or push it we'll off? We'll see. We win? got a long way till Sunday. Things change out That's here. True. I don't know if you've heard about microclimates in, in, oh, uh, in Central California. but I've heard about it more than I need to hear about it. But. Um, yeah. So the tour negotiations are ongoing. The strategic sports group one seems like it's maybe it's just writing the press release. Maybe they're trying to figure that out in one of the conference rooms on the whiteboards. But that one seems to be proceeding. I mean, there has to be a contingency with this deal, right? For the PIF. It has to be. That was my understanding, is that you don't have a bunch of private equity billionaires kicking in money without contingencies that this PIF giant may still exist as a competitor. Can I ask another question? What? Why Why would they announce this deal before the PIF deal's done? Do you think the PIF deal's close then? I don't know. Coming on, the- I, I mean, say the PIF deal isn't close, like we've been hearing. Yeah, I I heard last week of the PGA show. It didn't seem like it was close, but that's you know everybody's got a rumor. <laughs> Are we just doing what like the same school of communications that's gotten us in trouble like time after time? Whether it's the you know the the nine eleven families. The, the announcing the framework agreement. If you announce this deal and there's a, a a a contingency on the PIF deal, but the PIF deal doesn't get done, then what do you what do you do? Is the deal off then? And then do you have to announce that the deal's off? Yeah, we've seen this now for two years. They're just shuffling their feet. This is the way. You know, look, it's not it's not easy. I mean, this is massive. This is a massive subject. The tour has institutionally and structural weaknesses and anchors when it comes to trying to execute this something like this. Um, it's not easy, but I mean, God, there's a December thirty first deadline. This was announced June sixth. They're bouncing all over the place. I I, I don't have like a. T- I have a concurrent appreciation for how hard it is while also minimum low expectations for it coming off clean. Does that, does that make sense? Can those be mutually exclusive coming off clean and organized? I mean, right. Yeah. I have, I've no, I don't know. I guess I, I hope that this leads to some change because it, it has to change. The, they can't keep trotting out the same system, right? It's like, do you see these Morikawa quotes today? No. What did he, <laughs> he say? Dropped a bomb on the on the broadcast. What would he say? He just on the on the television broadcast. He ripped yeah. that. Yeah, he he nuked it. I got it pulled up. Keith Stewart, great picks okay. guy, great gambling guy. Yeah. You know who's Keith Stewart's pick this week? Your who? pick, Max Homa. Homa. All right. I asked him who the pick was. He had all kinds of numbers. Anyways, Keith Stewart tweet. He tweeted this out. Here's here's uh, Morikawa on the on TV TV coverage. But at this point, right now, where where we're at, it's a lot of money, and we're playing for the, that. We're playing for, and I'm very thankful to be doing that. But I also see that we need more people to be interested in golf. We need to make golf more intriguing to the viewers. How do we make broadcasting more approachable? 
How do we see more golf shots at the end of the day, right? I turn on golf on a Thursday if I play early. I turn it on and I see three golf shots and I question why. The reason why other sports are people pay attention is because people can see more. You can probably bet more. People like betting when you can watch it live, not watch it on Shot Tracer. Okay. I wouldn't characterize that as a bomb on the broadcast. Watch three shots. I think he meant like three shots and then there's commercial. Yeah. Well, I got news for you, Colin. The rights deal that allows you to fly private and put little booties on your dog (laughs) in full swing and covers a lot of these purse money. Like, has to be paid for somehow. Well, so it's sort of a chicken and egg. Like, this is not absolving the networks and the broadcasts. Um, so it's a chicken and egg. I, I, I love that he's speaking out on it. I've, I'm not trying to just criticize him here for it, but it is. There's some moving parts here, for sure. Um, yeah. We'll see. Seems like we'll get a strategic sports group announcement here soon. But these guys... These are some real hombres. They're not maybe piff hombres, but they're real. They're real business sharks. We'll see. Do you think? Do you think the PGA Tour players are ready to have private equity bros in their in their business? No, I don't. I don't. I think it's going to be want a disaster. Them to do the, I want them to do the do the analysis on investment in selling tournament used hazard water. <laughs> at the players championship steve cohen or somebody comes in starts looking under the hood we're selling we're bottling tournament used hazard water i kid i kid all right um let's get back on to anthony kim oh. so a little backlash to the anthony kim enthusiasm which you know what happens that's the nature of the beast the media beast the news cycle we live in uh there's a backlash to the backlash a take to the take a a uh you know, sort of a rejoinder to everything. I like this from Jamie Kennedy, S- smart tweeter, a uh, good social media and, and kind of assets guy. I think he works at Golf Digest. Um, is it bad form to say that Anthony Kim is, parentheses, insanely overrated? 122 PGA Tour starts, three wins, 22 top ends, top tens. According to Data Golf, his peak golf ranks outside the top 80 of the last 30 years. His peak golf. So the best he's played. Behind the likes of Robert Carlson, tall Bob Carlson, Bill Glasson, former uh, Flash or Friday, fan vote Friday segment, Mark McCumber, and Harris English. You don't see the kind of hype around Harris English that you do Anthony Kim. But I got to say, it's an interesting point. It's a little bit more than peak golf, top tens, three wins, as we know. There's a there's just sort of a cultural fascination with AK, AK who sort of captured the moment, would have captured it in a modern media uh, environment, would have popped even more. I mean, that he did it in sort of 06 and before you know Twitter, and there was much more appetite for this kind of thing. Oh, it would have been catnip central had he come around this time uh, uh in this era, but I don't know. It's an interesting point. It's an, I'm going to push back a little bit. Yeah. Um, we did, we did a big, uh, 
Anthony Kim pod on Friday. Well, according to Jamie, you should be doing one on Bill Glasson, Mark McCumber, Robert Carlson next. I mean, let's talk about like timeline, right? Anthony Kim had like three good seasons. He was very young. Um, or really like two seasons that you could judge off of. I mean, I think like a lot of his problems were self-inflicted. But the talent and like the the talent was there, right? To judge him off analytics is like I think Oh I think it's kind of silly to be like at the data golf peak. You know? It gets into the yeah, the word overrated. It's, what are we rate we're rating the yeah. lot more than just that. Yeah. Is Anthony Kim way too romanticized by people, many of whom who like were 12 when they watched him play golf right yes absolutely that could be true was anthony kim like anthony kim was honestly the first of like the speed generation him and bubba would be at the front of that him bubba dj Uh kind of started the speed generation that later like you know uh rory you say tiger did no I mean, I, I think these, every gener- everything. I think AK is like kind of the first of like the post Tiger generation of like okay. people that grew up watching Tiger. Okay. So I think like from that perspective, I mean, no, I don't think so. Like, I don't think you could say well, he's overrated, right? Like, I think like he, he might be. I I don't think anybody was like yeah, he's over. He got to six in the world. He was what twenty five. He's the the number of players. So number of players that won under 25, three times, it was him in like all hall of famers. And then he got hurt. So is that yeah. overrated? He's no, basically I, done after that. I think, yes, there's obviously more, there's statistics you can kind of use to advance multiple different arguments. But it, I think the, the full view goes way beyond some of the stats too as well. Uh, it does not, I don't know. I, I've gotten some insight or, or scuttlebutt unsubstantiated rumors in the last few days that that comeback may not be as close as we hoped. So I, I a few people around him are just not, I know the live side seems to think that, uh, there, there may be some hope with Liv that he's in negotiations or that's close. I saw some Liv reporter types tweeting about that. Then that would make sense. The tour stuff seems really hard to kind of conceive how that would work. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that he's, I guess, conceivably could come back at any time. But I don't know that he's ramping up, really. You think he's ramping up? No, it doesn't sound like it. But we'll see. Uh, we'd love to have him back out there. Uh, Liv uh, announces Rom and Legion Legion 13. It is rounded out by Caleb Surratt. University of Tennessee tweets, the athletic department tweets about Caleb's off to Liv um, and Kieran Vincent. So that I guess the Barunk man must be going to Cleeks, maybe. So I guess it seems like it could be Cleeks, Dick, you know, Dick Bland, Martin, who's Martin. Your, who's your team this year? I'm gonna lock you into a team. I've been on Cleeks. Why would I abandon Cleeks? That's like these people that just become bandwagoners. <laughs> this is modern era. These NBA fans, like, oh, I like Kevin Durant, so now I'm a Suns fan. Uh, you just bounce around from one to the next. Isn't I, that what your kids do? Uh, not 
my well, my kids do a little bit, but every kid these days. There's a million Chiefs fans around here in Maryland. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? How do you become a Chiefs fan? Uh, but no, I stay with the cliques. That's who I. That's uh, cliques have gotten a little popular. They are sort of popular. the uh, corner of the golf golf Twitter. Well, world. I think when they uh, abandoned the niblicks, everybody ran for the cliques. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair. We'll talk more live on uh, Friday's episode. That starts in Mayakoba on Friday, going head to head with the Pebble. It's God, Legion 13's logo is just terrible. I don't even know what it is. It's like a dragon or something. Rom said he was sort of captivated by Greek and Roman. It's it's about the legion of Julius Caesar. Yeah, that's where he got into it. So uh, I've just loved that Liv's official channel tweeted it as Legion 12 and forgot the extra I. Should we call it Legion 12 for the rest of the year? I think we'll go with that. Uh, We didn't hit this on Monday, but new player advisory council. This is not the board. The council names came out. I'll just read them off. Sam Burns, Lanto Griffin has agitated his way into a spot. Nick Hardy, Brian Harmon, Max Homa, Mackenzie Hughes, Keith Mitchell, Grayson Murray is in a, uh, I don't know, is going to have his voice heard more. Seamus Power, Scotty Scheffler, Adam Shank, Kevin Streelman, Nick Taylor, Josh Teeter, for a guy, kind of. Justin Thomas and Camilo Vajegas. Those are your updates to the Player Advisory Council with Streelman and Vajegas selected by the player directors to run for PAC chairman via election. What um, do you think? Not much. It's, a, it's what it usually is. It's a cross-section of the membership from Mule to something 4A to a superstar, you know, and top earners. So uh, it feels like they put a few of the irascible sort of agitators on there and Lanto and Grayson Mackenzie Hughes. I wouldn't put fully in that bucket, but he's obviously been outspoken too, but there's, good there's to see way on the council, way too many, way too many people on this. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's insane. They got meeting rooms. They need bodies to put them in. So yeah, that's the way it goes. All right. I think that does it for this Wednesday you know episode. Real quick sports minute. Okay. There's some real agitation in the in my world right now. For the University of Illinois Fighting Illini basketball teams playing on Peacock, and and my 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 college text chain is just apoplectic about what's going on and why 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 is why is our sporting team being subjected to this paid premium service. That's the way it goes. That's where we're headed. <clears throat> the modern sports media environment. And dice and slice and kind of gouge you here. So if you want to watch Illinois basketball, you got to sign up for the cock. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. I had a, a joke there, but we'll leave that one on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of thought thought you were. Numbers. I thought I it's knew numbers. where you were going to go. Yeah. No. There. No. And it's, it's, it's kind disaster. of kind of a brown situation going for <laughs> for all my basketball fans. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesday. We will be back with you on Friday. Talk a little bit more. Uh, live Mayakoba. Check in from Pebble Beach with some updates there, and uh, send you off to the weekend. Enjoy your Wednesdays. 